Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Hatshalom. We're now in Masachat Pesachim Dafnun Gimel Amud Aleph at the Mishnah near the bottom, which is Mishnah Gimel of this, the fourth para, continuing with issues uh, that are dependent on local custom. So those places where they permit selling a flock, uh, sheep and goats to non-Jews, Mokhrin, Makomishlonagulimkor, a place where the custom is not to, and Mokhrin, you're not allowed to sell it, meaning both customs are legit and need to be respected. We do not sell them cattle. So even calves and young donkeys, whether in good shape or whether with broken limbs. The concern here is that they're going to use the animal for Malachan Shabbat. Uh, so therefore, Behuda Matir Behuda says that if it's an animal with a broken limb, then you could sell it. Betera Matir Basus, because he says, after all, riding a horse does not involve the direct Malachah, but a Shvut. And the next Mishnah, This brings us back to Pesach. There were places where they had the custom to deliberately eat roasted meat on Pesach night. That's a legitimate custom and must be observed. A place where they had the custom to avoid it must also be avoided. Okay, I'm going to arrive. This is, sits only on Mishnah Dal, Mishnah Gimel, we didn't touch. A person is not allowed to say, this meat is lepesach. Why? Because it sounds like he's being maktish the animal. In other words, even though he meant lepesach for the holiday of Pesach, it sounds like he means for the korban of Pesach. And therefore he's eating kodshim outside of the mikdash. Amar papa davka basar. So papa says that only applies to meat. If you point to wheat, lo. Meaning I'm watching it for Pesach, for holiday. You can't do it with meat. Very famous thing. Theodore, who was a uh, philanthropist in Rome, used to uh, feed uh, the Jews in Rome uh, goats that were prepared really like a Korban Pesach with the body entire. They said, if you were not the great Theodore, Theodore then goes Rani Alachanidui with Pthorin Khairim Shatamachlet Yisrael Kochimachutz. You're making them eat Kochim or it looks like Kochim outside. Now Kochim Sakadaitak, you think they really are Kochim? As of the case, Ella Ima Karovlachlet Yisrael Kochimachutz. It's a little too close for comfort. Now that's Mikulas in Shain Mikulas Lo. That's only if the animal was really prepared that way. Then it would be wrong, and therefore if you weren't the great Todos, we'll see what's great about him, then he would have been in Khairim. So, Amri, Mikulas, Loshnamar, Loshnamar, The answer is that if it's prepared that way and laid out entire, then it doesn't matter whether you said the Pesach or not, it's wrong. Sheino Mikulas, but if it's not laid out that way, Pirash, Inlo, Pirash, Lo. Only if you said the Pesach, then it's wrong. But if you didn't say anything, then it's okay. He learned this entire piece like Rabbi Shimon. Uh, as being Rabbi Shimon's authorship, Matkiv Rav Sheish, Rav Sheish challenged him. Beast of Alamad Tani like Rabbi Yosi, according to one who it like Rabbi Yosi Necha. Alamad Matnik Rabbi Shimon Minecha. Let's see what this is about. But now Rabbi Shimon Poter Shleit Nadev Kederachamit Nadvim. Rabbi Shimon says that if you were to um, to make a nether that was in the improper way, then the uh, the hektesh is not chal at all. If you say I'm giving a mincha min haseorim. Uh, then we don't say like Rabbi Yossi who says Tfos Lashon Rishon. You said Mincha, therefore you have to bring wheat. Rather, it's nothing. 
So Kunavishu, what's the problem of saying Basadus Vela Pesach? You you can't say that anyway. It's certainly not about a cow. So even if you learn like Rabbiosi, it doesn't work that well. That's the Rabbiosi about whether we catch you on your first words or your last words. So Rabbiosi says that we follow the last words. So does that mean Rabbiosi also accepts Rabbiosi that if you said it in an unusual way, it's not toface at all? In which case, Rabbiosi also doesn't work well with the statement of Rav. No, Rabbi Shimon's not like Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi's not like Rabbi Shimon. The answer is Rabbi Shimon accepts Rabbi Yossi and says that we'll take any part of the words that is valid, but Rabbi Yossi does not agree with Rabbi Shimon that if the formula is incorrect, then nothing happens. All right, so therefore Rabbi Yossi indeed could be the author of our ruling, of Rab's ruling. Was he really a great man or was he a, a tough guy? Meaning, why did the rabbis back off from putting him Was because they respected him too much or they were too afraid of him? So he taught something else. The story in Sefer Daniel where the three young men went into the fire rather than doing about a Zorah. The answer is Nasu Kavachom Matzman Mitzvah Dayim. They learned a Kavachomer from the frogs of Mitzrayim. Matzvah Mitzvah 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 Hashem. They're not commanded to sanctify God's name. They went into the ovens. Remember, Shasha Tanurcham, whenever there's still food in the Tanur, that's when it's still hot. So they went into a hot oven. And just to do fulfill God's will. We are commanded to sanctify God's name. So you see, the Torah Sishromi was really a, a bit of a scholar and a teacher and a good guy. Something else is that Torah uh, Sishromi was a wealthy man who used to uh, help out the scholars uh, financially. In other words, we don't say that wisdom itself is bought with kesef, but rather that by supporting those of wisdom, you end up sort of in their in their territory, or shall we say, in their uh, in their uh, in their periphery. And so, which means you give uh, you do business with them so they can make them some money, is a way of helping them and supporting them without it being out and out stuck up. Okay, the next half of Mishnah Dalid is uh, is about the following customs. The well, the bit about the tzli, uh, was the beginning of Dalid. They have a custom in some places to light ner shliyam kippur. That's a valid custom. If there's a place where the custom is not to light for ner yom kippur in madlikin. We do not light. <coughs> in any case, we have to light in the Batekinas so people can see at night. And in dark alleyways and where there are sick people. Okay. Meaning both customs of lighting near the Yom Kippurim and not lighting, deliberately not lighting it, were both intending L'Shem Shemaim. That all of God's nation are tzaddikim. They both intended the same thing, and what was that same thing? So Rashi clarifies for us. 
and that is to make sure that they would not have relations at night. So if the, the place that have the custom to light, and that was because you don't have uh, relations when it's light, so the fact that it's light will keep you from doing that. And the one who said not to make it dark said that if it's lit, lit, he'll see his wife and he'll desire her, but if it's dark, then uh, he won't. Okay. We only make the bracha on Motzei Shabbat. Because that's when it was first created, historically, or that the, after the first Shabbat, meaning in the beginning of the second week of history. So an old man, perhaps, said, Yashar, you said, well, Rabbi Yochanan said the same thing. So here's a story. Ulu was riding on a donkey. Rabbi Abba was to his right. Rabbi was on his left. So the one on his right, the closer Talmud said to Ula, You quoted Rabbi Yochanan, as we quoted Shmuel, as saying you only make the bracha on Motzei Shabbat. Because that's when it was created. He looked at Rabbi Yochanan badly. As if Rabbi Hanna had quoted wrongly. I didn't say it about that. I said it about this. If falls on Shabbat, even the places where they have a custom not to light near the Yom Kippur, because it's Shabbat. Then Rabbi Yochanan responded, say you can't do it. He said, this I'll agree that Rabbi Yochanan said, and then Rabbi Yosef commenting on this said, you have very deep waters, a smart person can draw them out, which means he could get out from Rabbi Yochanan what really happened. That's Ula, who had the deep waters, knew how to draw them out and get the proper the proper uh, uh, recap of what Rabbi Yochanan actually said. Um, so why do the rabbis say you can't do it? You make a bracha on, on Morei Aish, whether Motzei Shabbat or Motzei Yom Kippur, both of them are days where you're not allowed to light a candle. And that's what people, the common custom is. That's when it was created. You say the bracha as soon as you see it. No, you included it as part of the cup for Havdalah. We rule like Rabbi Yehuda, which means that it sounds like we only do it on Motzei Shabbat. So lokasha kan ba'orsha Shabbat kan ba'orsha minavanim. So if we have a candle that was lit all of Shabbat, then we could do it on Motzei Kippur. If not, if you're making a new light, then you can only do it on Motzei Shabbat. Tani chara or Tani chara in varchinalav. So question about new fire. Do you make the bracha or not? So lokasha kan Motzei Shabbat kan Motzei Mekipurim. Motzei Shabbat you do Motzei Mekipurim. You have to have or Shabbat, meaning a, can- a, lit, a lit candle. That was lit all the way through. Rebbe Mefazran. Rebbe used to say these brachot separately on Motzei Yom Kippur, Motzei Shabbat. Rebbechia on the other hand, would say them all together, as we do in Avdalah. Even though Rebbe would say, when he would smell something nice, he would then say them again for his family, all in order, alakos. 
Now, the Orb Motse Shabbat Ivri, now remember that the Brighta said, then, and, uh, the, the statement of Shmuel, or perhaps of Rabbi Yochanan, that we only make the Brachan Motse Shabbat because Tchilat Priyato, because that's when it was created. Is that really when light was created? Vatanya, Asarz, Vem Nivru, Be'er Shabbat, Be'er There were ten things created at the very beginning of the first Shabbat. Elohein, Be'er, the well that went through B'nai Yisrael in the desert, Haman, the man, Keshet, the rainbow, Ketav, Umichtav, Aluchot, all have to do with Mamar Sinai, Kivrosh, Moshe, Moshe's Kever, Rosh, Avad Moshe, Eliyahu, the cave in, in Har Sinai, where Eliyahu and Moshe ended up, Tichat Piaton, the donkey's mouth, from the story of Bilam, Tichat Piaaret, the Vot Roshayim, when uh, Korach and his uh, community were swallowed, or Datan of Ram more properly, Rechemim, Rishum Aviv, Afa Ur, Aor, Vahapered, uh, the ore is the, uh, is the light, and the pared seems to be the, uh, the mule, um, that, uh, that, uh, the, the, the original mule that was created, in other words, uh, the notion that even, even things that seem to be created by, uh, Kilayim nonetheless are original, original creations. Um, Rabbi Yoshia, Omer, Mishum Aviv, Afa Ayel, the ram that substituted for Yitzchak, Vashamir, that cut through the stones for the Mikdash. Vyomer, Afa Tzvat, the, um, the holder, um, uh, that was used for forming some of the Kalim. Um, and now we have an explanation about that. Where Omer, Tzavta, but Tzavta mitavta. You have to make a, you need a, a one of those Tzvat to make another one. So who made the first forge holder to which you could hold every, every form every other one? It must have been created by God. Okay. No, you could make a form out of it and, and establish it. So then it's created by man. If it's made by a human fire, so it's made by us. Made by the fire of Gehenim. So now, we're going back and saying, which light was created in Motzei Shabbat? Motzei Shabbat was our fire. Which fire was created before the uh, the beginning of Shabbat? That was the fire of Gehenim. What again? Shabbat TV was created then. Vatanya Shivat Vayim Nivru Kodesh Shnivra Olam. There's seven things created before the world was created. Even Torah, Shuva, Gan Eden. We know what those are. Gehinom, Kiseh Kavod Vayit Mikdash Moshe Mashiach. The God's throne, the Mikdash, and the name of Mashiach, but including them is Gehenim. So that means the Gehenim and its fire were created before creation, not on Erev Shabbat. Until in Tzadi, Tshuva is before creation. He created it Mikedem, which means from the east, but the way it's Darshan is from before. This is in the story of the Nevoah B'Tzan Chaviv. It's been laid out, the heaven, the hell is wait, laid out and waiting for him. So the answer they gave is that the area of Gehenna was created before creation. But the light was created on Erev Shabbat. And the light we have was created on Motzei Shabbat. We'll see the story about that in a minute. What the fire of Gehenna was created on Erev Shabbat. The light that God created on the second day in the never goes out. 
The fire will never go out. This is the fire burning up of uh, the Rishayim and Gehenim. Why is there no Kitov? The only day of creation when there's no Kitov, there's of course two of them on, on the third day. Because that's when the five Ganem was created. So it wasn't created on Friday, it was created on Monday of that week. He included it on the sixth day. So that's picking up on the Tov. And the famous Joshua Mayor told me, it's a Mitah. So let's go back. The space of Gehenna was created before creation. Or Didei B'Shenei B'Shabbat, the fire of Gehenna on Monday. Or Didan, our fire, B'Shabbat. God intended to create B'Shabbat, Shabbat, B'Shabbat, Shabbat, but it was only created on Motzei Shabbat, the Tanya. Here we go. There are two things God intended to create before Shabbat and were only created afterwards. And on Motzei Shabbat, God gave wisdom to man, like supernal wisdom. He took two flint stones and rubbed them against each other. And light came out, and the fire came out. And he took an animal, a horse, and a donkey, and made a mule. Those are two things God wanted to create, but instead He inspired man to create them, Motzei Shabbat. So really, the fire was created at Motzei Shabbat, and that's why we make the bracha then. The mules, mules are created much later in the story of Anna, Matzata Yimim Bamidbar, at the end of Parsha Vayishlach, and that very odd passage about the Bnei Seir. So Darshanim would say, Ana pasulhaya. This Ana was a uh, bastard. That's why he brought an invalid animal into the world. What does that mean? Sivon had relations with his own mother. And Ana was born from that. There are two guys named Ana, one the brother, one the father. They used to call Shmuel the name of Shapur Malka, the king. So I said something even he didn't say. So he could Amar Papa Amina Milta the Shavur Malka Lo Rava. So in the next generation, they they referred to Shavur Malka as a reference to Rava. So Amarkra Hu Ana Hu Ana Demikara. In other words, I said something that even the greatest couldn't say. Because when it says who Ana, it's saying that's the same guy. There's only one guy, he's Pasul, and that's why he brought Pasulim Leolam. Ten things are created just before the first Shabbat. We already had those. Aharon's staff with its almonds and its flowers in the story of Korach, Veshomrim Af Hamazikin, the the demons are created. Veshomrim Af Bigdoshel Adam Harishon, Adam's clothes. Tana Banan Shivad VeMechusim Ibnei Adam. The seven things people are never told about. Elo in Yom Amitah when you're going to die. Veyom Anachama when you'll be comforted. We comforted Veomek Hadin how God uh, judges the world. Of course, the whole book of Eov. Yom Anachama some read as being. Uh, uh, each person on an individual level. Um, uh, you can never know what another person is thinking. You never know how you're going to end up making your money. When is Mashiach going to come? When the evil kingdom is destroyed. 
There are three things that God intended to create and should have been. Had, had he not, they should have been created anyways. That a dead body should be feted. That we should ultimately, in the end, forget about the dead. And on, uh, on uh, bounty, on um, 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 grains that grow, that they erode if we don't pro- properly... Uh, properly uh, watch them and use them up because uh, otherwise uh, if we had a dead person we would just leave them out and bury them and uh, we would uh, store uh, grain and not sell it and people would be hungry and also that uh, the, the, the coins should be used and circulated these are all things that God kind of put into the uh, inter interpersonal and social mentality to make sure that societies work correctly. Okay, we'll pick it up with the next Mishnah uh, about doing Melacha on Tisha'an Ba'av, which is uh, Mishnah Hey in our parak. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.